Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? Uh, took a little bit for this episode to come out because I'm actually really busy with a lot of work that's coming up before I go on a little bit of a trip. And the person I'm going on that trip with um, is someone I haven't seen in a long time. Obviously, if you have been listening to the podcast, you know that my partner, Isa of Isa Does Tech, has finally been able to come by. We haven't seen each other in such a long time, and here she is back on the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I did want her to talk a little bit about her travel um, you know, just to give a little bit of insight to all of you out there who might be wondering what that actual experience might be like in current times, obviously. Uh, and then uh, a little bit insight into the kinds of tech that she brought onto that long haul flight. Um, and then from there, uh, we talk about the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold and Z Flip 3, our reactions to them and why the Fold may not be our favorite thing, but the Flip is definitely what we bought we did pre-order them. We'll talk about that in the episode. To end the episode, though, after the break, we do talk about the Google Pixel 6 and the Pixel 6 Pro. Officially announced some thoughts that we have on the very little bit of information and the design that we know of at this point. With all of that said, let's go ahead and get into this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Enjoy. It only seems right that after all of the weeks leading up to now, that I've been telling like Jaime and the guests and whatnot that... A certain someone will finally be able to come back and I'll be able to see them. Oh, she almost fell. And she almost fell. That's what you get for already being excited once I hit record. Yeah. Issa's back on the show. Hey, guys. Uh, All right. So everyone's been like excited for you to come back. It's only right that you're on Pocket Now Weekly. You know, you and I are together. So we might as well use... I did use this system with, not connected to the iPhone, but I did use the Rode Wireless Go 2 to record a podcast between me and Jaime, which went pretty well, but there are a few things that I learned, like hold the microphone up. Um, and, and also, this might just be your lightest podcast setup yet. I have experimented with a lot, being a podcast host for a lot of different podcasts. I've experimented mm-hmm. with a lot of stuff. This might be my, yeah, you're right. This might be the most nimble and probably one of my favorite podcasting setups. Yeah, I'm all for portability right now. And this is just, hmm, probably like an eighth of your usual podcasts. Podcasts. Oh, it's late, you guys. Podcast setup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we don't have to go through it, but if anybody has been following the Pocket Now Weekly podcast for up until now, you know that I've done a lot of experimenting with audio equipment. Anyway, how cool is this? We're in the same room. I know. We're able to do a show together. I know. Welcome so back, Issa. This conversation is actually not dependent on Everyone internet missed you connection. more than I did. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wait, but everyone has been super excited for you to like be I back. Know. And our whole tech community is probably like really happy to see me and your tweets and you, you're really happy posts. to see you not sad oh oh okay <laughs> no i it's everyone's i mean i'm just sad that i can't go out and see everyone right now you know even if i'm here we're still laying a little bit low trying not to you know just be everywhere really. yeah yeah and no matter how much we are tempted to yeah definitely (laughs) definitely tempted so i think for anybody that might be listening like okay so we do have some tech talk obviously it's this is going to be um this show will be the opportunity to finally react to a couple of releases and announcements that have happened recently um but before we get to all of that like as usual there's a bit of like a check-in all of that stuff i really wanted to know from you how i'm sure a lot of viewers or listeners out there are probably wondering like how like what what was it like 
<laughs> to um, travel at all or to like be able to go somewhere like, I, I have to be honest it was a little nerve-wracking um i had been at home for what a year and a half yeah we've been and, apart for that long yeah. and it's like even even where even when i was in manila i barely went out like I'm privileged enough to be working at home, the same with my other family members. So we never really went out. Like, I could count in my fingers the number of times I went out in the last year and a half, which also means that when I am out, I am very paranoid with everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, tends to happen when you're, you, you've been sort of like, what? You, you desensitized to things outside, probably, I'd say. And so... That meant that traveling was extra freaky for me, but it was relatively smooth sailing, flying, I'd say. It was a little weird leaving because the airport from Manila was like 50% closed. But other than that, and presenting negative, of course, I had to get like all my documents in order, right? Like I had, a, I had to take a specific swab test at a specific time before my flight present negative results i even had like paperwork for my vaccine card and all of that but after the initial shock aside from the masks and the fact that they hand out um sanitizing wipes when you get on a plane nice yeah everything was more or less the same it was the same long trip it was a you know it was all just very weirdly familiar yeah if you kind of like fell back into old habits and whatnot like no i slept I was that's a that's a rarity for you, yeah. Yeah, I I usually work on planes. I always feel like time spent in a plane could be used towards a more productive goal. So I usually bring work, edit. I you know, and then when I get tired, I'd probably watch a movie. But most of the time, I'd usually be working. For the first time, I was knocked out on like both legs of my flight. Which is funny because you and I have traveled a lot of places together and I'm always the one that just knocks the hell out. Mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. moment we hit a certain altitude, my body is just like, oh. Yeah, and I'm like <laughs> trying to edit, trying to write articles, trying to do everything I can. Yeah. Meanwhile, this one's asleep. <laughs> this one's trying to figure out what flight contraption he's bought from Amazon so she, he can... He can what is it? Mount his phone. Phone <laughs> to the or tablet. Or yeah. I want to, I, I view because I'm pretty much working nonstop in my normal life. Like a plane ride is almost like that's, that's like built in rest time or time <laughs> for me to play a game on my phone or something like that. If I could have a laptop that could run at full power mm-hmm. throughout the entire oh, flight. Oh, we're talking about laptops that can run full bla- power. Why can't I speak? My gosh. Full power. Well, I'm yeah. talking like a PC so I can play my entire, like... Well, I can, I'm I can, talking like a MacBook. Well, <laughs> okay, fine. Go ahead and talk about that. You yeah, know? Yeah, another really another feather in my cap. Yeah, no, really quickly. Josh surprised me with his M1 and, you know, I knew it would be good, but I wasn't as convinced. Like, I knew it, but as, a, as with a lot of things, I'd have to be the one trying it, right? Yep. So this thing never dies, though. And I know Jaime is all praises when it comes to the M1 MacBook, but I have to say, I 
100% agree now and I get it and I never have to plug in my laptop now and so like long haul flights ah edit away <laughs> pretty much um, I'm looking forward to like getting more thoughts from you on that because mm-hmm. um, Without getting into too many details, we do have our own travel that is actually coming up. And that would be a perfect, like, place to really see how the M1 is performing Mm -hmm. in that scenario that you just mentioned. That was the thing with me. Like, I gave you my my MacBook. I gifted, rather, you my my MacBook Pro M1. um, And this is after months and months of having it, but never being able to put it through the right situations. Thing is, along that way, I've you know I've come up to a With number of more laptops. pretty cool PCs yeah. and laptops that I'm doing guy, content on. This guy, I gotta on. tell you, this guy has a lap- laptop for every spot he works at. <laughs> I one in his room, one in the dining room, one in the living room, one in the <laughs> studio. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so. I'm trying to think of like another thing. Like one one thing I did want to ask you about, and I think mm-hmm. our listeners might be interested in. Can you give a little bit more info on that smart mask? <laughs> okay, so the LG Puricare smart mask. A, a little closer with the mic. The LG Puricare <laughs> ASMR. Yeah, the the, ugh, the LG Puricare smart mask is very simply put a wearable air filter. So this got announced, I think. What, the last CS or yeah. the last last CS? I can't really remember. And I think they showcased it pretty heavily at the virtual MWC. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's this stormtrooper looking mask. <laughs> it, it really does look like it's a stormtrooper mask. And you put it on and there are fans on there. But on the fan area, there are HEPA filters. Mm. And then on the inner side of the mask, there are... There's another set of filters made from the same materials that surgical masks are made. So basically, air comes in via the fans. It's filtered because there's a HEPA filter. And then when you breathe out, like, there's still... So it's dual filtration. There's air. There there are three fan settings to ensure that whenever you're wearing it, it's there. there's air circulating on your face. So that really is one of the biggest pros, I'd say. Secondly, I mean... Dual filtration, HEPA filter, man. That's that's a high level of filtration right there, even better than just surgical masks. That's literally... Uh, that's like medical-grade stuff right there. Well, I mean, we have a, a very large air purifier in this house mm-hmm. that we got after wildfires happened, and uh-huh. those use huge... Yeah. HEPA filters. Yeah. HEPA. And it's actually pretty cool. Um, I was telling you earlier that those ma- that mask is, of course, definitely heavier than your normal mask. Yeah. But it's not as heavy as one would think when you put it on, right? It's definitely heavier than, of course, a cloth mask or a surgical mask or an N95 mask. But it's still not as heavy as it looks because there are a lot of comments that say, like, it looks really heavy. And what's pretty cool is that... LG just came out with a new one and the new one has a mic in it. So the one thing that the, the, the problem with this mask is that you can't really hear the person when the person's wearing the mask. But the new one has a mic built in and it's really cool and I really want one. I just Googled LG Puricare mic and the first result comes from Hypebeast.com. Yeah, well, people <laughs> are into this mask like... Well, okay. I have like 15,000 shares on a short video on Facebook on this mask that I made. Like, it's crazy. Well, it looks like the Puricare was actually a very popular mask to wear 
with um oh never mind it says here ahead of the launch of the new puricare 120 thai athletes coaches and staff wore the wearable air purifier during their trip to the tokyo olympics Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. that would make sense well that's the thing like i feel like you know given the current situations whether we like it or not masks are still going to be a thing so Mm -hmm. they have Mm -hmm. like whether whether it's something we expected or not companies will find ways of making masks quite interesting but see the funny thing here is that this got announced before the pandemic right didn't it the pure care yeah i think so yeah so it just was i mean a lot of parts in asia people wear masks really Mm -hmm. because of pollution because of you know one thing or the other and so this was a thing before the pandemic happened and then the pandemic happened and I, i guess great timing well, the uh, I forgot what they call it now, but Razors it was originally called Project Hazel. Project Hazel, but there's yes. a name for it now, and I forget really? what the, I forget what the name is. Should we get one? Is it on sale? I, I want one. I don't think one. so. Um, let me look. Project because there's also another mask. The will I is it will I am mask? Oh, I who I saw what? David. David. Yes. yes. A um, locker. Mm-hmm. Project Hazel mask. Limited drops. I want it. Limited drops. On you know, speaking of high beast. Limited wear. Yeah, uh, limited drops online and like certain websites, but I forget. It doesn't say here what they named it. But anyway, these are things that are becoming you know more and more common. Uh huh. <clears throat> so uh-huh. I thought it would be interesting because you literally used one in a situation. Yeah. And um, honestly, it was like I I was wearing my paper mask and then I was just like getting very uncomfortable because it was getting hot. So I switched to my LG Puricare. Um, but then what I do is when I get on the plane and I'm about to sleep or whatever, I'd switch to my N95 mask because, you know, it's still lighter for sleeping and I don't want it to fall off while I'm sleeping. And then, you know, I don't have a mask on my face. So, and then going down the plane to like stopovers and stuff, I would switch to the pure care because like, it's just more comfortable, in that, like, it's airy, it's, 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 it's... Because there's literally those, I mean, would you call them fans? Yeah, they are fans. They are they, fans? Like, quite literally fans with three speed settings. Because nice. they suggest, like, speed number one for sitting down, speed number two for moderate activity, speed number three for actual, like, strenuous activities. So it gets, like, faster. Like, it gets stronger. Faster, stronger, yeah. It's pretty cool. All right. Well, um, that I, I figured out of all of the things you probably were, you know, bringing on the flight. I mean, you did do a TikTok on it and it went rather viral. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I figured that might be something to like add to your little like travel anecdotes and whatnot. But let's go ahead and get into some of the actual stuff that has happened over the last like week or so that you've been here. Unfortunately, we, as in Isa and myself, are sitting here without... Phones that have a Without crease. a flip or a fold in a world. Um, so, you know, you might hear a tiny bit of bitterness in our voices, but <laughs> um, that is not to say that Pocket Now doesn't have units because Jaime is obviously hard and at work. And there are videos out, right? And videos on Pocket out. Now. And yeah. we watched it and it's pretty cool. It's just that and we... we ordered one. Yeah. No, we ordered two. At this point, yeah. So we're gonna go. We're gonna get into that, but let's 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 do some early reactions real quick mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. these brand new foldables. We're now on third iterations, um, and let's talk. Um, let's talk about the one that probably neither of us are really going to be using as much. <laughs> um, we get it. A lot of people out there are probably super enamored with the Galaxy Z Fold Three. It was just really not my thing. I just really wanted smaller phones and never had any use for a tablet. I'd say, which is why I was never really 
probably the target person of that specific device. Same. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, for, for people like my sister, who just got herself an iPad because she felt like she needed a device that's smaller than her laptop but bigger than her phone for some work stuff, right? It'll be a very great little machine that you could carry around and use as sort of a hybrid device, right? Well, that's the thing. It is a hybrid device. And I think the reason why it didn't, because I did use the Z Fold 2 Mm -hmm. last year. I did pretty much all the content for Pocket Now on it. Mm -hmm. And it was at that point where, like, there's a certain amount of absolute excitement you have when you're first using it. You throw your favorite games on there. One thing that Samsung did with the Z Fold 3 is they release some, they, they have some new accessories, one of which is literally a stand. So that you can. Well, why have I not heard about this? It was in the announcement video. Uh-huh. I haven't really looked. I haven't been able to find the actual thing. But there's like a stand case, so that when you unfold it, you can like prop it up. Oh and wait, it's a yes, I remember. Yes, I remember. Yeah, like, that makes a lot of sense. And what I ended up doing with the Z Fold Two was I put like a moft on the back and I used that to stand <laughs> it up. But that makes sense to me. Like that's fun, right? But the thing is, that is literally like unfolding the fold. And then it becomes a tablet. It's a Samsung tablet. And if I'm going to use a tablet, it's going to be in a very specific use case scenario. And yes, the Z Fold 3 is meant to be a hybrid device to where you can bring that tablet with you wherever you go by folding it down. The thing is, if I'm on the go and I'm not unfolding that thing more often than not... You just need a phone. Then I just need a phone. (laughs) Um, And I'm the one over here using the small... You actually have a bigger phone than I do right now. I know, it's hurting my head. It's hurting my wrists, but I can't help it. Like the cameras are good. Like I just we think, are a Zen phone yeah, couple right I, now. Yeah, I I am on the Zen phone eight flip, and I just really love the fact that I have great selfie cameras. That's it, and I'm I'm willing to just deal with it. The 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 size. You and know? meanwhile, I'm on the Zen phone eight because I kind of like this throwback to a small phone, easy <laughs> easy easy quality of life <laughs> and all of that. So we didn't even plan this though. Like it just happened when we met up. Um, yeah, very true. You know, I always say this, right? I've always wanted the same size phone that folds into a smaller package versus a phone that unfolds into a bigger screen. And if you're so I feel like the world is divided into two. Either you want a phone that unfolds into a bigger screen or you want the, the same size phone that folds into a smaller thing. And it's kind of cool. Which team are you on? It's kind of cool that Samsung's providing both. Yes. Did you ever spend quality time with a fold? I ha- I think I had the one before this the last two. one z fold two. Oh, so z fold one or two wait no yeah i had that now i can't remember see the thing is is this this does not excite me that i am now blanking i had one fold okay i had one of the folds probably the last one then because it was probably it was most definitely not the first one okay what did you not get there's one thing about this form factor that did excite me it's the creator in me that could yeah. fold it out and use the outer screen as a viewfinder, not too unlike your Flippy Dippy on the Zenfone 8 Flip. That's true. That's like the only thing that really was like, this is really fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that wasn't enough. Like, was that the same with you? I guess it's just that to me, it being folded still felt like a compromise as I used it. 
that was my main issue. Mm-hmm. Like it still felt a little too cramped, and then I unfold it, and it's now too big. Sure. Yeah. Does that that that, that, that that did feel that way. Yeah, like, I agree. It was just a little too narrow, and then it was a little too big. It wasn't. There was no Goldilocks, which, I mean, the Z flip on the other hand unfolded just works out for me size wise and we're gonna get into that some more um i think to kind of put a put a real stamp on the z fold like knowing what i know of the z fold 3 even if there is that viewfinder situation where you can unfold it and Mm -hmm. you can you can see what you're vlogging or taking pictures of or selfies all that stuff i think the main reason why i'm not as excited for the z fold 3 despite the stuff that they have enhanced and i'll get to those in a second it's that the cameras didn't get like technical upgrades they got software upgrades. I've been uh-huh. seeing people posting photos from them and they do look better, uh-huh. but they're still 12 megapixel sensors, largely the same as before. So like the creator in me is not necessarily jazzed by it. And that, and I will admit that is probably one of the main things that makes me look closer at a new smartphone. So I feel like that would be Cameras my... Cameras definitely, huh? Yeah. So even if the form factor makes the cameras more fun, the cameras themselves didn't get radical changes. So at least, I guess for me, the the conclusion is, and of course, this is a conclusion premised on what I know with smartphones. And I will put a tiny asterisk and say this this can change depending on my time with a phone later on, because we will have like time with the phone later on. But I guess the thing for me is that it all boils down to considering that the specs are such like for example the cameras have like technically no technical upgrades right is uh, the fact that it folds enough for you to be drawn to it right and for me at least for the fold it's not yeah because i'm not a fold person and you will co- see the switch completely when you talk about the other foldable, right? But at least for me, these are... I've really not had strong feelings towards the fold. So last detail, though, because mm-hmm. there is a couple... As usual with Samsung, even if they are focusing on one very particular aspect of a device, they somehow still provide like other things that might mm-hmm. be interesting. Under display camera... Okay. Kind of nonchalantly presented I as... I know. A- so that's so funny how they did that because... You and I both know that we've run after this under-display camera for a while. Mm-hmm. The very first time that Oppo unveiled their underscreen camera tech, we went gaga for it. I loved it. I loved the idea. I wanted a whole screen, right? A whole uninterrupted screen. And I've been like eagerly waiting for the day that I'd see this camera on a phone. The first underscreen display tech. was on a concept phone that Oppo presented. The first under-screen display camera phone was on a ZTE device that I never got to check out. And now, Samsung just goes like, oh, so our phones fold? And yeah, the camera? Yeah, it's under the screen. And like, everyone's just like, ah, foldables. When, like, I feel like had this been launched on any other Samsung phone, everyone would have been like, ah, oh, under-screen display camera. The thing is, it's so measured because they know mm-hmm. that by covering it with pixels, it's not going to yeah. be amazing. So now it's a four megapixel shooter. It's pretty much a, a webcam. It's yeah. pretty so, much it's pretty much a laptop webcam. So actually, this is my main concern with the new foldables. 
how will the selfie these selfie cameras perform because as you know this is something that i i for goodness sakes i have this big ass phone just well, because i want there's still the camera. good there's still the good i'm going to say good because it's probably not amazing i think it's a mm-hmm. 10 megapixel shooter and it's it's fine um there's still the one on the cover display, which they said this is the one that we use all the time. Like it's not like anyone unfolds the fold and then struggles to hold the fully See, the, deployed the thing is, I would display. not use it that way. I would literally unfold it, use the bigger display, so I can see my shot bigger. Yeah. See, the way I see it, might as well use a bigger screen to take my OTDs remotely. No, that's, yeah, that's true. But what I'm saying is that. You'd be using the rear cameras or the cover display camera, not the not the camera no, that's I'm in the, it's, that's under I'd the display. Use the under display camera because when you unfold it, right, that's where the under display camera is, right, on that screen. On that screen, yeah. Exactly. So my thing is, I already have a phone that unfolds. Might as well the fact, might as well use the fact that it's a bigger phone. Well, I find bigger if, screen. I find okay. I agree with you. I I I agree that that is a method to get selfies, but the what people seem to forget is that you can turn that thing around. And fold the outer display in such a way that you can see yourself on that screen. Yeah, but using it's that camera, it's a bigger, it's a better camera though. It's gonna yeah, be a better camera. Yeah, but that's my point though. Yeah. The whole selling point is, of this thing is that it has a bigger screen, and then I can't use that bigger screen for the one thing I want to do, which is take selfies. That's the thing. Like it's it. You you call it a hybrid. I call it oxymoronic. Like it's <laughs> it's trying to be it's trying to be so many things to where the actual like singular tasks uh-huh. actually get a little i mean i guess it's also because we're probably not the target market for the specific phone perhaps We've so. se- like i have seen so many people who are multitaskers people who just want to be out and about and just be working on it for everything <laughs> and like they love this phone right mm-hmm. it's just that i guess it's not it's not my thing i i think i said it in my z fold 2 review like if you care so much about the cameras you're probably the kind of person who has this phone, uses it for productivity, uses it for fun, uses it for all that stuff, but it's sitting right next to a Sony ZV-1 in your pocket. <laughs> it's sit- It's always sitting next to like your full-frame camera anyway. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like one of those things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, okay. I mean, it's, it's still... We can, how much is it? F- uh, $15.99? Isn't it $17.99? So that's not a cheap phone, too. Like they're they're making the the foldable prices better, but it's two hundred less seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, I mean they're 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 making it cheaper, and I applaud Samsung for that, which we'll get to later on, I'm sure. But that's still a significant amount. Well, let's let's get into that then. Like two hundred dollars less for the uh-huh. Galaxy Z Fold three, uh, but what might be the biggest? And we've been actually hearing from people. Uh-huh. Um, we've been hearing from people who actually want to get the Z Flip 3. Dude, I'm calling it now. The Z Flip 3 is the tipping point for foldables. That device is going to convert so many people and the next foldable will be even more normalized. Like, it's the phone that made it normal for people to get a foldable. Well, it's, uh, so that phone got a $200 price cut. Now it's $999 as well, putting it just in line with typical flagships. Um, so a lot of flagships usually come around that price, maybe 11 But there are even more expensive ones. See, that's a thing, though. Depending on the phone, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, to an average user's head, like, you can be like, get myself, like, an iPhone 12 Pro Max or a thing that folds. 
Well, that's the thing. That's what, that's the point I was trying to get to, which is you have a bunch of flagship phones at around the same price, and each of those phones have a certain, let's say, claim to fame. You're really going in on that beer. Um, <laughs> I barely had any. <laughs> oh, because you put it here. Um, so the the at the nine ninety nine price point, you have a bunch of different flagships that have like one big thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. The Z Flip Three is now entering that space, actually being a part of it, and its main claim to fame is that it. Folds, folds down yeah yeah it flips down it's a flip phone it's a smart flip phone i mean i guess we're we're transitioning to the z flip now huh? yeah well i mean we're talking about it. so as you were saying earlier is the fold opening up enough to justify getting it maybe not so the same question goes for the flip is the fact that it folds down enough justification to pay for it i mean specifically for me though this is something that i have spoken about so many times like there are just some phones that are too big for my hands, my pockets, and everything else. And ever since the Z Flip line launched, this has been targeted towards people like me who wanted smaller devices. Mm-hmm. And I think that what's in the market would be the flip phones and the Moto foldables, right? The Moto Razor. And the one thing that the Moto Razor had that the, the flip phones didn't have was that bigger screen up front. And now we have it. Mm-hmm. And really cute colors. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I, I do really applaud what Samsung has been doing with the flip line. Finally realizing that the flip form factor really appeals. It really does. It really appeals to not really a younger crowd, but maybe like, no. a, like a younger at heart crowd in a way. Not just a younger at heart crowd. But you, saw, like... but you saw the advertisements. Like it's kind of really geared towards like there's a certain influencer marketing campaign feel to the way that they have put together the, the colors and the accessories and the fact that they're gearing it towards I like mean, potential I, creators. I wouldn't say just like influencer crowd, but like and I keep saying this to so many people like it's trendy they're making it they're making it look so trendy looks matter colors matter making these phones seem like your accessories matter because that's how you speak to people who are what we'd call not necessarily techies but people who just use these devices every day and want to make it part of their aesthetic arsenal and i get that but i i i I shy away from using the term casual user when it comes to that yeah because 9.99 is not a casual user price like that's still not that's still premium to a very casual user but it looks so trendy that that might be enough to make you want to pay the premium in order to get something that's so cool that's what i'm saying samsung is doing quite well with this and now we actually know people who are like hitting us up and are like are you there are people who'd like never think about tech but now they're wondering where our videos are (laughs) yeah that's that's true but it's also like i mean i again i'd call these this this group the lifestyle users which is always something i've i've that is probably better that is probably a better this is this is an avenue of tech that has been left untapped and i've always said that you know that's the thing though like you can talk about all the heavy hitting specs all you want but to a lifestyle user, all they really want is something that looks good, that feels good, that will meet their every need. It doesn't have to be the most powerful phone. It just has to be something that can take the everyday use, right? 
And so you have this phone, which by all accounts is a powerful phone, but it's not the best of the best, right? And then it has something special. And then it does, it folds. And then all of a sudden it looks cute. It looks trendy. There are so many cool accessories that, you know, they're the type of accessories that you look at them, you're like, oh, they're so cute. And then you sort of can imagine it in your life. Like you just, it just fits in your life and you're just That's like, what I'm saying. Samsung's doing a great job of pushing that narrative. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you're right. Lifestyle is probably the better term to put um, on that narrative. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So as far as the actual device is concerned, um, boxier. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, both devices have IPX8 ratings, which is cool. Which is something I'm curious about. Like how, how does I that already asked. Out? I already asked them like, there's no, don't do any underwater photography or anything like that. Uh-huh. Like let's just say Issa and I might be doing a lot of swimming soon. Um, <laughs> but I thought like, you know, can I, can, can that literally come with me into the water if I need to, or if I'm in like a pool and I need to check my messages, yeah. is it really going to be okay? It seems the, the marketing material literally showed a woman in like a, a blow up pool what they what are those called um like like it like it, it, it looked like um anyway she was in she was in a pool of sorts but it wasn't like an actual like pool in a backyard but there was the phone and there was water on it and she grabbed it with a wet hand and she was able to look at it like I that's mean, cool like cool i mean i told you right like we both are buying our own flips that was what i was going to next yeah though. so like I get it. It's waterproof, sure. But like, am I going to go in the shower with it anytime soon? Of course not. But it just means that a phone that a phones that are traditionally not traditionally that are famously considered less durable because of the fact that they fold and whatnot. Uh Now there's a little bit more peace of mind. Yes, exactly. But now the fact that it folds and you're telling me it's waterproof, like I'm sort of like, I feel braver to use it by the pool. You know what I mean? Or actually leave it next to your cocktails. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what are some other things? Larger outer screen display. Oh, the outer screen display with like animations. I like outer that. screen cover display. Yeah, I, I am. You know me. I'm all for like always on display stuff, and then I put on the the different like photo text things. It's just so cute. It's just I feel like these are little details that you can do to your phone that like gives you so much more ownership to the device. If, if, if that makes sense like and then they'll that, make it that. so that like since it's larger I think they said something like someone said something like four times larger than the last uh, cover yeah, display yeah because the last cover display was like my nail kinda yeah right uh, you have enough real estate to actually see yourself for like the quick vlog mm-hmm, or the quick mm-hmm. picture and whatnot Definitely. which is really good which o- is really also, good considering that again it's a it's I, we still don't know how the selfie cameras are gonna perform I think yeah I think it, honestly though like it's probably gonna be very similar to the previous gen 10, 10 megapixels mm-hmm. on the front or on the inner display, I should say. Uh-huh. And then 12 megapixel um, main and wide. Mm-hmm. So like really what it's going to be is you're going to use that flex mode to yeah. to prop it up a little bit, but you can still use the rear cameras because at least you have a little bit of a display yeah. on the rear. Yeah, I'm definitely like going to ask that once I get to test out the phone. Like since on the flex mode, the one camera you really can use right for the bigger display is the selfie camera how does that work out or is the smaller cover display really enough for you to take those selfies without using i think you i think it gives you at least just a a little bit more because as we know no matter Mm -hmm. what phone it is the Mm -hmm. processing on the rear camera sometimes like basically always is better than the one on the front camera for some reason except for the asus zenphone 8 flip 
which Flippy is dippy. why I'm still dip- dealing with this big old phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so which one did you get? Obviously, I know, <laughs> but we're talking to our we're, we're talking with our audience about. Okay, how- so this is the funny part, you guys. There is a special um, online color. Well, there are two, right? There are two special online colors. You can get a pink one or a white one on top of the blue. No, is there, is there a blue? There's a blue, right? No, a green, a black, a lavender, and a blue. Is it a blue one? The last one? I think it is. No, it's no, a no, green it's a cream. Green. Sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Did you say green? Yeah. On okay. top of the green, black, lavender, and cream color, those four, co- four colors, you can get a white and a pink one from the Samsung website. And of course, I got the pink one. Except it ships like so late. It ships out so late. Um, it ships late September. <laughs> so I have to channel all patience into waiting for that phone I want. Yeah, it's uh, it's taking some time. Meanwhile, it will take some time. I'm the I'm the normie with the black edition. <laughs> but that's the other thing, though. Yes. Coming right back to what we were saying before, we have ourselves. A lot of accessories. Dude, so like, I am excited for those cases. Yeah. Um, thank you for getting the mustard yellow for me mm-hmm. in your order. <laughs> it's okay. You got me another thing. Yeah. No, no, no. So let's, like, just say, were... let's just say our orders have had like a mixture of things for the both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, let's just say it then. We, we also got the watches because why not? We're already here. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, okay, so I went for... Well, of the two... What I find so interesting about the watches is that mm-hmm. there is a bigger and a smaller, no yeah. matter what. Um, the smallest of the bunch will be the Galaxy Watch 4, which is like, it has no rotating bezel. You're not going to get the click-click. And it's made to literally the be click, just... The click-click. Yeah, the click-click. You're, you're, it's literally meant that's to be... That's what I got, right? No, no? you got... Yeah, that's what, that yeah, is what that's you got. What that I is got. what you got. That's meant to be like the easiest one to just put on and get yeah. a lot of the functionality. Definitely. I went for the smaller the of... I went for the click-click. I went for the smaller of the Galaxy Watch 4 Classic mm-hmm. because I do want the click click. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if I'm going to get a watch that is going to be basically the new version of Android uh-huh. Wear, uh-huh. I still want there to be what Samsung puts uh-huh. into it. On the other hand, like... Which is the click click. First of all, like that that watch just looked really, really cute. Um, I've, I've reviewed Samsung watches before. I had the last one for a hot second. I didn't get to review it. I got to play with it for like a bit, but I was swamped, so I, I didn't get to review. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Samsung. <laughs> um, but I have to say that Samsung watches historically are the better looking smart watches. They look like your traditional watch, but are also like very functional. I'd like to see how much they've improved from the last ones that I've tried. Because the last one I tried was just like, I, so prior to the one that I just played around with, right? Like last, last year or last, last, last year. Remember when we went to like the place beside Junbi, the chicken place? We were shooting the Samsung watch. That was way back. That it was, was that long ago. Wow. That was the last full review I did of a Samsung watch. Okay. Which I love, by the way. It looked good. But at that point, battery was just like at a day and a half, which was just very hard to deal with. That is my that is my main thing right now. Like I'm wearing my Apple Watch again now. Mm-hmm. Um, barely gets through a day and a half. And I, <laughs> I, I hate coming. I hate I hate coming to bed and like because I use the I use the um what's the it sleep called sleep tracker. 
uh what's the name of it yeah i use a sleep tracker but there's a there's a there's an app on here that is really good for sleep tracking and for a silent alarm in the morning mm-hmm. not to say it wakes me up yeah but um i do use it every night and i hate like going to it and realizing i don't have enough yeah. battery so, to get so, through the night so here's the thing though when i wear an apple watch i always have like a wearable on the ready if you notice i haven't been wearing it like outside of like going out I don't wear my Apple Watch for tracking because the way I see it, when you tr- when you have to track your stuff, it has to be on you 24-7. Yeah. And I actually have my Mi Band 6 with me because that's when I put that on, that's like that that thing stays on my wrist. Oh, see, mine is. Yeah, so it's your so I have my Aura ring, yeah. Yeah, for um, me, it's the Mi Band. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I that's the one question mark I have that I'm honestly a little bit worried to find out which is what will battery life be on this thing mm-hmm. uh that's because that's why i'm i'm recharging my hybrid watch because that thing <laughs> yeah. will last for five days so like yeah, so. i'm so this is the new google samsung fitbit everything and from thing, what i've read right? so far it's basically ties in still in terms of design uh-huh. but only now it has access to the full play store yeah so um I which actually, is pretty cool yeah i actually asked that to um my people and they i was just like is this the new google stuff and they didn't react to that question because <laughs> i was just like did i phrase it wrong of course the way like this was before this was pre-announcements and i just got excited because you know i i like reviewing fitbit stuff as well so ever since google acquired fitbit and then at google was it google io no. yeah yeah google, yeah, google I, io yeah. where they announced the whole like the three OS, companies whatever thing I got super excited. So when <laughs> when I was talking when when they were telling me about the new launches, I I just got I went all no filter and just blurted out like is this a new Google thing? And no one really acknowledged that question. Although like during the launch and stuff they talked about it. So it's technically it technically is, but they're not calling it that. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it looks like when it comes to Samsung stuff, we have some pretty obvious things we're excited for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yours, unfortunately, will come in a little bit later. I'm sorry. <sighs> but your watch is coming in pretty quick. I know. And yeah. Well, this is in my order. It's. Uh, <laughs> we've uh, we've had oh, to. Oh, oh, what's, oh. What's. Oh, it turned off all the way. Is it already that what time? What is going on? My smart bulb By just the, went yeah. out. Uh, can you hand me my Zen phone? So I can well, turn, I can't I can, see your... <laughs> you, can see the, you can see the always-on display. Okay, okay, okay. Here. There you go. So We are um, currently struggling in the dark, you guys. Well, we're going to shift gears and talk about a couple of other things, uh, but let's uh, turn, on, turn on... The, the let's lights. turn on the lights and come back after the break. All right. Finally have an opportunity to react to a big piece of news that happened, but we had a special episode with someone from Samsung, um, which, of course, we just talked about all of Samsung's stuff right now. Um, are you excited for these upcoming new Pixels? Yes. Um, I, have okay. the, I have the official announcement up right now from okay. Google doc, store.google.com. Yeah. So while you're pulling that up, let me tell you guys, the Pixel 2 is the phone that got me to switch to Android completely. That was the one device. It what was, was it? just huh? What was it about it? It was just the cameras were so good. I it oh, I, uh, how do I explain this? I did not like the Pixel 1 so much because it felt a little too plasticky to me. Mm-hmm. And then the Google 2 had like a very solid feel. I like that. And then the cameras were just too good to ignore. I was just like, I want this phone on me at all times now. 
So that was the phone. So at the time that phone came out, I was fairly new in the tech industry. I was working for a tech publication. I have had stuff written about Android phones, but never really fully dove in. I couldn't let go of, at that time, my iPhone 6S. But when I got my hands on the Pixel 2, I was just like, I don't need any other phone. This is the phone I'm going to be using. This is my daily driver. So why haven't you been using Pixel since? Well, for one, it's not available outside of other places. That's true. So there's one big reason. So like after a while, like a lot of phones came in and I just was never really able to get back to like testing them out because it just so happened that every time they'd release, I I wouldn't have access to them. Mm. That's one big thing. And honestly, in a lot of parts of the world, or at least as far as I know, a lot of people want the Pixel phones. It's just that there are places with no Google Pixel support. Yeah, And so you wouldn't want to buy a phone where if you know that something goes wrong, you can't really do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So um, the thing is, this time around, I'm going to be here for a Pixel launch. Potentially. We don't know exactly when yet. Rumor, like based on like the last years. Yeah. I'm basing it on the last year. This website says fall. (laughs) Yeah. So hasn't it been like historically like fall? Well, yeah, um, it's just because as far as I know, it like it's more or less the same time. And like there was a year when it launched and like we were in Japan, I remember. <laughs> yeah, that was really upsetting. But you were also upset because of the way it looked. Well, it was too orange. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was too brightly screaming orange. I but didn't back like to that. like those versions of the pixels, the reason why it has been really hard to like fully recommend the pixels is because unless you're looking for like the best stills in mm-hmm. the game, like Everything else about the Pixels just was kind of like, I want to say ho-hum. They weren't bad, but they just weren't amazing It's like it's mid-range like, processors. You know, like, and isn't and, it like, I just, like, the feeling is that, like, you have this great, like, algorithm, right? That does it for photos, but, like, every time you use it, isn't it like, you know, well, what could I do if it had better hardware? That's the other thing too, yeah. So, uh, Google has always, every single year, been trying to remind us that they're the best when it comes to data. And we know this. We give them all our data. We know this. <laughs> but now with this new Pixel, which by the way has like a visor look to it. Here, here's I the, like this cream, like cream orange type thing yeah, going so on. Obviously, the, and this is also the first time that they're using the word pro. Oh, I want to see the orange one though. So on the Pixel 6, you have a interesting like yellow green and, and like, yellow. like green and yellow. Is green this like yellow. sea foam? Yeah, I think it's sea foam and a little bit. And of then green. they bring back the coral, and this time the coral. Yeah, I like is... that. The the coral as like an accent, not like the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, because there's a two tone. You have this black visor that will have three cameras. One of which is, if you look closely, that's a periscope. And how I'll do you know? How can you look real know? close? You ah. can see how it's yeah. Oh, because it's a different shape. Huh? Yeah. So above that visor is one color, and then you have the rest of the phone, which is a different color. This the Pixel Six Pro has like I like this cream peach and yellow. Peach. We're talking accent, and then the rest of the phone, yeah. right? Peach and yellow. So it feels like for the first time, Google oh, like has decided to go all in to the whole camera hardware things right it's like it just felt like for a hot while 
Google was like, yeah, we know the algorithm is good. That 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 that'll do. And then but we all always sudden, were thinking, yeah, like well, what would happen if this yeah. software was put on like a great sensor like a Sony IMX or well, I mean they were Sony IMXs, but the latest ones, a, a, a freaking isocell sensor, like and yeah, and then what would that be it, like? Now it just feels like Google just decided to do all that. Like just went like, yeah, sure, you know what? Let's try that. <laughs> so, which gets me really excited there you go that was what i was going to ask was like it's it's it is exciting and we are looking forward to these new pixels because lord knows we take our pictures oh, and yeah like, we, that's what we do half of the time yeah so we're always getting our content we're getting our pictures isa in particular is like i don't know nagging I, him to take my photos well i mean we, i mean th- you th- do a good job this so. is a this is this is a conversation for our personal podcast but like the whole idea that while i have been doing content as a, a means to an end for my whole life you still you still are able to view it as a fun activity i really like it <laughs> so I've, i'm 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 trying i'm working to deprogram that about myself guys like you know you'll notice i'm posting on instagram a lot more lately and that's because of isa she wants me to rekindle my love for just yeah. making like being just creative. having fun with sharing yeah it's not even even making but sharing not everything needs to have a script and a process yeah yeah that's the really it last detail about the pixels and then we'll we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll head home after this um a new chip this I'm is curious my, about that this is a big question mark for me because okay tensor gonna be a great chip for like the image processing there's a lot of like voice dictation and recognition software that's on it that's obviously everything that google touts on all of their phones google assistant all of that stuff but what does this mean for like Everything else? Everything else. (laughs) Day-to-day tasks. Am I going to be able to go ham on all the settings in Wild Rift? Am I going to be able to like game? Multitask. Yeah. Can I multitask? Can I have, can I, can I have YouTube playing in the corner while I have a dual multi-window thing going on in the background? Like we don't know anything else about the specs on this thing. It's definitely a big question mark. And I think that makes this new pixel all the more appealing. There's so many new things. It's uh, they're just, just, diving in and i it, like i like that they're the I little like trickle so they have the trickle of information yeah. that is actually generating hype yeah <coughs> pardon me um it's a hype machine color what are you gonna what are you gonna go for uh, i mean obviously this, it's the, other the thing, coral or the peach but this that's is what i like but this is the other thing though what is going to be different between the six and the six pro well first off i'm seeing like more cameras on the pro so i'm thinking that the pro should be a better camera phone oh you're right yeah the six that is the six does not have the periscope okay so i'm thinking i mean like remember the one thing that we were hurting about was wide yeah right true for the pixel so like i'm thinking there should be one here somewhere yeah definitely Um, wides for sure uh i'm not seeing like a tiny like two megapixel sensor thing which like thank god um <laughs> but yeah there is a periscope on the pro it looks like i mean do they really need it after like how good the bokeh is on this phone though i mean like even who, previous phones if they if they are able to do the macro using the wide angle camera the way that some like OnePlus phones have done then Oppo like look at pixel actually diving into all the stuff that they usually let everyone else do yeah so that's that's really what's exciting because here's the thing though if they do this well if they are able to pull this off, they might just have the greatest cameras on phones. Yeah. Because as it stands, the fact that even just with their AI, even just with their computational stuff, they are creating really good images. I mean, how many people get on your videos and say, 
put Gcam on it. Like, put, yeah. Put <laughs> and it's like, guys, okay, guys, I don't put Gcam on it because the whole point is that you see how it works, like, Out of wrong. the box. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> let me clear that out. That's not something I think I'll do anytime soon. But, but again, that's I the have point, tried though. It. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm I sure. have tried it, yeah, and tried. I see where some of the merits are. But at the same time, you're, I'm, I'm in your camp. I'm in, in, your in camp. my head, it's just like, but you're then you're testing out GCam, not the phone, though. <laughs> so it's, it's like, a good way to put it. Yeah, so like just let's let's go get a Pixel and try that. So, but that's the point, though. They can potentially be the greatest camera phone. Yeah, I agree. So that's why it's so exciting. That's why it's a big deal. I'm. I gotta say, Heather Gray with light gray. Like, what's the good. other one? Can I see the darker one? It's all just black. It's just black. black. Oh, yeah. Definitely gray. going for Oh, it. gray and black, actually. Yeah. That's not bad. So for the pro, I want the cream one. Pixel. Peach Google. and Google. <laughs> peach and yellow. Yeah. That looks so good. I'm good with either I mean, the gray and black or the heather gray and the light gray because they'll match my shoes. For the Pixel 6, of course, I like the orange, but I actually wouldn't mind this blue green thing too though that the cynic cool. the, the tech cynic in me expects google to just send these two though we're just gonna get gray and black <laughs> just all black everything because oh because usually the other colors are the ones that are like you are experiencing with samsung Man. they come later okay guys i don't <laughs> inventory i really want to tell tech brands this like i mean specifically for me i make it a point to get the 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 cuter colors because it just looks so much better in videos just makes the experience all the more better and just i really feel like come on guys (laughs) just like just a few of the fun colors out so just 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 let me borrow it i'll give it back (laughs) i just i just really you know i always feel bad when i have to shoot a phone and it's in black and there are fun colors. Mm-hmm. And the time, at the time that you get the fun colors, you've already shot the phone, so you have to move on to the next one. But I always feel bad. And I actually have like a few phone videos of just unboxing it again because it's a cute color. But like I can't, like, realistically, I can't do that every phone. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And on that treatise from Isa to all of the brands, we'll go ahead and call it on this episode. Isa, welcome back. Thank you. It's I, great we, to be here. We're undoubtedly going to have you on many times while you're here. <laughs> it's just easier on me. Sorry, Jaime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll go ahead and get into the outro starting now. Head into the description for all of the links for both myself and Isa at Isa Does Tech. All of our links to follow us are in the show notes. From there, you can find Pocketnow at Pocketnow.com for all of the latest headlines. Find Pocketnow across social media at Pocketnow on Twitter and Instagram. And then head over to the YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Pocketnow for video content that's coming out basically every single day. With all of that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this episode of the Pocketnow Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for watching or Thank you so much for listening. Please take care of yourselves and each other, and we will see you in our next episode.